Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Building a Marketing Brand and Using It Effectively, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our first guest today. Belanda Bigsby sees the details in everything, the nuances of personality and physical presence in your world. In her work, Wear Your Soul Blueprint, she sees not only the best of who you are, but how that is already manifested in your personal coloring, facial geometry, walk, and voice box. All these details can be reflected and amplified in your dress for any occasion, from being a speaker in front of thousands to a Friday night date. Blonda's background includes over 25 years of formal and informal color theory and style analysis. She also has the ability to see who you are on the inside. Her intuitive grasp of the intersections between the spiritual practical worlds is honed through years of spiritual practices. Blonda's interests are wide and diverse. She has equal ability with an artist's paintbrush, sewing machine, and chainsaw. But her most important work is the world benefiting from authentic harmony as she creates perfect resonance of your inside and outside self. So, Belanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So, I want to start out, obviously, I just gave a little bit of background. Just give us just a little bit more of how you began working with clients in the area of being this fashion alchemist. Really, a really good question. So, I would say, you know, it started when I was young. Um, my mother, my grandmother were both uh, seamstresses, so I've been around color, texture, and style all my life. And then from my dad's side, he was really good about reading people, and what I do has this intersection of both. So for years, I've done, uh, I've had two, two jobs, let's say personal energy coaching, and also uh, I have an interest in the brain and then and then helping people style. And what I've learned is putting it all together, like really seeing the entire person from the inside out, who they are, um, that's, I've seen so much synergy from that configuration compared to just plain coach or, you know, coaching and then dressing. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it's always nice to just hear because I just do a very brief, you know, description of your biography, but it's always nice to hear because then it also gives information on your expertise and why you're able to share the information that you're sharing. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to start with first is basically, can you talk about the process that you put your clients through to help them know what really works for them? Absolutely. You know, with my clients, it all starts, you know, with a a meeting, so a discovery call, if you will, where um, it's a pretty lengthy interview, um, and I also will give them, let's say, a survey, a 25-question survey. 
I'll evaluate that. We'll be on the phone together. And that's really where I discover who they are. Like, um, and not, let's say, typical. There's you know, questions about your closet and your pain points and your style. But it's really more about how you move through the world. Tell me about, you know, your history. Where have you been? Where are you now? And what are your hopes and dreams? Because those things matter in terms of how I'm putting a client together and helping them emulate their inside to match their outside to work with their clients. Um, So that's the first place it starts is that call and really knowing them. And then we set up a time to get together. Um, You know, I can do it remotely, but I'm going to talk about the in-person right now. And um, it's about three and a half hours. So I actually, you've heard of teaching to fish versus giving them a fish. So I train my clients' eyes to see what works on them and what doesn't. We go through an entire color palette, and I I basically create a palette, a personal palette for each of my clients that um, I've chosen from over 10,000 colors. So that happens, Mm -hmm. let's say, on the first day. And we'll also go through their closet, and I'll teach them how to use it and go through their home. It's more... You know, it's more than just um, your clothing. It's your home, your environment, your logo, your business card, the shapes and the geometry that are in your face that would be great for your logo and your color. So it's more, it's very, very comprehensive, but that's how I would start. And then, you know, we would do their wardrobe. We would sort through that. I would help them choose what to give away, what to keep, um, make a list of what they need then go shopping and come back, make complete outfits, um, and for different occasions. So depending on the level that my client wants, you know, whether they're, uh, you know, like a really well-known speaker or like a mom who's, you know, making a change in her life and deciding, hey, this is my time, um, it depends on what their needs are and what kind of care. But if you were a speaker, let's say I would you know, help you pick out, let's say, outfits for a year, that kind of a thing. Hmm. Well, while you're talking, and of course, we are, our show is aimed at entrepreneurs, too. And of course, this can be, you know, the fashion side of things or where, what to wear can be anyone. But as you were talking and you mentioned mm-hmm. logos and, and things like that, too. So if someone is thinking of redesigning a logo or maybe even starting a business and they're trying to figure out like colors and things that work for them, is that something that you would then do as well? Like, oh, let's figure out what is the message you want to share and what colors work for that? Or do you work with someone else that's maybe like a graphic designer and give ideas like for that side of it um what do you do really really great question so i am not a business coach and i'm not a branding expert but what i can do what i can do is help my clients really see who they are what we're talking about is unification of Mm -hmm. who you are on the inside and your brand message so the colors that i would uh help my client you know, or I would choose and then show my client for them, they're actually being mimicked from their personal coloring, from their hair, their eyes, their lips, and um, so and the shapes, the ge- geometrical shapes, the way they sit, the way they lean, the geometry of their face, even the metal or not, you know, smoothness of their voice box, all that I can provide for them to give to a brand specialist. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. So, well, I, yeah. I think that's important to have it all kind of blend together too. I'm I'm not that great at all this stuff either, to be honest. I'm not, you know, very good into all the making this impression or that impression per se. I'm just like, get up in the morning, get dressed. You know, you pick what you like because you like the colors or whatever, but figuring that all out. Um, but thankfully, even for my own business, I had picked colors that I thought, you know, I enjoyed, but they also come across as like a professional from my industry and it worked well. But this is right. definitely uh, good for me to hear the information uh, because, you know, it's definitely not my expertise. So uh, I would just <laughs> love to no hear. You have expertise, to- actually. <laughs> so, well, I, obviously you have more experience than a lot of us that are, you know, just trying to figure out what we should be doing. Right. But it's so, just not common knowledge. It's not taught in the world. You're right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what along that line, too, I would love to just say if you could give some tips then to some of the people who are listening about how to pick maybe what a good color is for them or what are the right textures. Like, what is it that when you're working with someone – how do you decide those kind of things? I love this question, and I'm going to actually take it back to you personally. So here's what I can mm-hmm. tell. I mean, I've seen you. You know, our listeners can't see you, but they can see your picture. And here's what I know about you is that you're a woman who holds a lot of data points, that you uh, information, a lot of information is important to you, um, that you actually probably see people sometimes before they actually see themselves, and you're a major connector, you know, and well, probably a bit of an introvert is what I would say, but, but oh, you're sure. still, like, witnessing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> witnessing what's going on. So, and, and the shape of your hair and your face has got some movement and flow. It's very soft and inviting, so um, your prints should all be soft and inviting and have movement almost like water. Another tip would be um, the first place to get started is for unification and harmony is for you to um, have a purse and shoes that match your natural color of your hair. That will create an instant harmony. Mm. Um, so it's tip. about creating an alignment. Uh, let's see. The other thing would be, um, you know, going through your closet. I mean, really... Um, Things people tend to wear the same thing over and over and over, and there are some things that you purchase that you never wear that you put on and you take off, and those may not be you. Um, so I would I would say, you know, to look up the let's say the KonMari method and go through and organize your things and get rid of things that you just do not love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would um, let's see what other tip. What I have. So the closet. What what about textures? Like my question to like, how do you know maybe what textures are good for you to wear? Or do you need to have different textures in different seasons or something? Like, I don't know any of this stuff. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't. So anything like that would be good. So so your skin is really smooth. Your hair is really smooth and silky. But let's say Bobby's, uh, you know, Bobby has really... Um, she's got a lot of life in her hair, so it would be important for her to wear more, um, more high high textures. Okay, so things with more texture, but maybe small, small um, prints or small jacquards. And yours would be, um, 
really blended versus delineated. Hers would be more delineated based on personality. So yours would be blended textures, smooth, flowing, pettable. Um, it's unique for every person. I mean, I when I do someone's color palette alignment, I choose from over 10,000. So this is really very specific in terms of knowing your credibility, your romantic colors, your speaking engagement colors, your dating colors, and then prints and textures to match um, your body. It's all about alignment and harmony and being, let's say, a life-size tuning fork, you know, walking around where you draw in the people who are supposed to work with you and the people who are not, they just naturally and organically orbit away. So when you're talking, so here again, I'm showing my naivete, I guess, in this, but when you're talking about something that's blended versus more textured, are you saying blended is something more like rayon or cotton or something, and then something textured is like wool, or like what do you mean by blended versus textured? Blended. Okay, so on a texture, a blended would mean like it goes from one, um, one, let's see. Imagine a Monet, a Monet uh, painting in the garden, uh, and mm-hmm. I know you're talking and, about. right. So those things are muted; they blend in one color, blends into the other. It's not harsh, right? It's okay. Not mm-hmm. uh, Andy Warhol, right? Right, I understand. <laughs> so your now. textures, you know, not modern, not bold, not blocked. Your textures should easily blend from one to the next, whether it's mm-hmm. like. You know, a, a large cable knit, that kind of texture would be too large for you. But prints are somewhat considered textures, too, because of the high contrast. Like, if you're wearing a black and white block, that's probably not really going... You're not going to be able to see your face, and people aren't going to be able to see your words um, mm-hmm. or hear your words if you're wearing something that's more powerful than you are. Does that make sense? Right, right. Yeah, no, this is great. Uh, Like I said, I'm kind of naive in this whole topic. And so just having like the definition of some of these terms is helpful for me. And I'm (laughs) sure helpful for people listening uh, to know. So this is the last question we have before a break. But you know, why then can you just tell me like, why is this work important to you and helping entrepreneurs with this type of thing? Wow, because it's very powerful work. It's because people who are contributing to this planet, you know, entrepreneurs, people who are have something to say, something to give back, that they can make an instant connection without efforting. I mean, how many times has somebody been on stage and it's like you're just distracted by what they're wearing and you can't listen. You're just following their shoes or, a, or their jacket mm-hmm. or a shirt. And this really allows them to get, you know, entrepreneurs to get their point across um, in harmony, like everything that they say will land in a person's brain versus it, you know, the person watching or listening um, is just so distracted they can't hear them or they have to overcome how they look to hear their message. Mm-hmm. It's about, oh, that's it's true. About I think sometimes people want to make a statement, right, and be seen, but mm-hmm. like you're saying, it could be too much, right, and then people aren't paying attention well, it, to what depends. you're saying. It depends on the person. So, you know, there are style types. So for me, I'm a dramatic, so I'm going to stand out no matter where I go, but not everybody is, right? I Mm -hmm. am a romantic and I'm a natural, but there's classics and there's 
bohemian and there's creatives and there's like, you know, um, gamine. So really, you know, the, the, the sky is the limit on how you show up, how I show up. Like you may not be a dramatic. I'm guessing you're not. So not. <laughs> that wouldn't be appropriate for you. <laughs> but for some I don't know what is, all that is. Completely appropriate. You know, like I said, we could probably talk about that in uh, another segment too, what these different things are, but just being called dramatic, I would say, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> so, no, uh, no, it's not. No. But yeah, this is all great information that we've had so far in terms of letting the entrepreneur really just understand, you know, looking at color textures, what you're wearing, shoe color should match, you know, you know, kind of your hair or different things. It's all interesting. So I found this super helpful. So thank you so much for being with me in this segment. It's actually time for us to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be chatting with Bobby Casalina Lewis about is your wardrobe telling a different story than your message? You're listening to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Biz Help For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abandp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help For You. Welcome back to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, Belanda Bigsby told us about her background and she helps clients with their looks for business. Now, let's continue our discussion with Bobby Casalino Lewis. So, Bobby is a style expert hired by confident leaders who show up powerfully in the world. She's styled celebrity Dr. Gail Jackson, thought leader Beth Davis, and is the go-to stylist for Carrie Murphy's It Factor. Her work has helped clients renew relationships, gain confidence, and become client magnets. Find out in her free consultation what style type are you and the three steps to achieving it. So, Bobby, welcome to the show. 
Good morning, Candy. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so glad to have you on as well and talking about this topic, which, as I said in the last segment, I'm really not very good at all of the, you know, styling and things. And so this is an interesting topic, even just for me. But again, I would love to have you share a little bit more of your background and how you began helping people with their wardrobes. Well, it's uh, kind of in my fiber. Um, Much like Belanda, my family, uh, going back to Eastern Europe, um, were coat coat manufacturers and seamstresses. So we were always involved, uh, you know, in our DNA um, in the fabric of life and you know, putting clothing together and altering it and what have you. And then when uh, my family on my father's side escaped from um, Eastern Europe and came over to the United States, they resumed, and my uncle um, developed another coat factory. I remember having, as a young child, a beautiful gray tweed zip-up um, little uh, snow jacket. It was um, like the 1950s, 1940s version of the ski bucket. And it had little pink mm-hmm. inserts of leather. So from a very young child, I was made aware of clothing and the impact it had, how it made you feel. And, and I even learned how to sew as a young child, probably about 8 or 10 years old, uh, on a treadle sewing machine. For those of you that don't oh, wow. know what a treadle is, there's no electricity. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, pump, you pump a big pedal, and I sure do wish I still had that machine sometimes because it mm-hmm. just held so much charm for me. But wow, uh, yeah, it just kind of went back, and one of the one of and that jacket is so prominent for me because I actually had my mother was sitting at the dining room table, and our neighbor from across the street was there, our neighbor from down the street was there, and I think one or two of my grandmothers were there for, for sure. One, and I gave a spin and on a on a rag rug, you know, which one of those little face right. rugs um, that. Wove around. I mean, we're showing our age here, right? But um, anyway, the floors had just been polished, and uh, yours truly took a took a chin dive and um, oh, no. burst my chin open for the first time. I did it two more times after that, doing different things. Uh, I was a bit of a tomboy, and uh, and they had to rush me to the hospital, you know, to get some stitches in my chin. But I was wearing that jacket, and uh, it came out unscathed, and it was just definitely a, a memorable moment in my life. <laughs> So, so it obviously, goes way fashion back. has impacted a lot of kind of your memories. Even that's kind of fun, though, to like think back how far it was that this has made an impact on you. Yeah, and then to continue on with the other side of my family, my mother's side, um, my grandmother had a very good friend who, in the 1940s and the 50s, until maybe about the early yeah, well, through the 60s, I guess, she was a personal shopper for what she called the doctor's wives. And uh, we lived in the New York metropolitan area. I'm a transplant here in California. And uh, she would get in a car. She had a driver. I believe his name was Robert. And he would drive her into New York City, and she would go to showrooms, and she would bring back from the collections that she saw items for the women that she was dressing. Well, I was able to benefit from that. I was uh, in my freshman year of college, and one of my girlfriends got married to a West Point cadet down at Fayetteville, North Carolina. And it was a cross-sword wedding, so it was quite an experience on every level for this, you know, New York City metropolitan girl, <laughs> um, Bloody Marys before 11 o'clock in the morning and the whole bit. And um, and she, my Aunt May was her name, and she wardrobed me. 
And I actually wound up wearing a suit, which was a dress, and I remember the details of these things exactly. I could draw a picture for you. Uh, I wound up wearing a dress that had a three-quarter length coat over it that had a side zip, and it was at the same time on the cover of Vogue when I wore it. So, you know, the way I felt and the way you feel when you put on something that's right and you feel good in and it's tailored properly, you know, it's just so empowering. So I think the clothes have always empowered me over time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'd love and to I get think into that really made the difference. Yeah, this, I mean, I loved hearing the background too. And but I would love to actually get into this topic of you know, does your wardrobe really convey your success story? Yeah, well, it's your message. You know, as entrepreneurs, we're all conveying a message of what we do, what we do for others, how we do it, and you need to look that way. You need mm-hmm. to match your message, you know, much to Belanda's point, you know, with matching your, your inside to your outside and your textures and, and all that. You know, you, you have to be able to embody your message. And mm-hmm. if you are handling people's money, which you do, <laughs> you know, to right. a certain extent, or a banker does or an investor does or, or a real estate person, if you're asking people to give you significant amounts of money, you need to look successful. You, mm-hmm. need, you need to look the part. You need to look like you know what to do with that money and you have the experience, the expertise, because first impressions are made in seven seconds. Mm-hmm. And they're 60,000 times faster than anything you're ever going to say in the way of impact. And that's mm-hmm. just how we're built. That's just how humans are built. We are meant to react to the visual and assess things and respond to them much quicker than words. So it's really important that that first impression, that message that you send, that nonverbal message that you send is, is a wordless introduction for who you are. And if they don't know exactly what you do because you don't have a badge on, but when you tell them what they do, what you do then, oh, sure, of course, that makes sense. Right. So what are some simple tricks to transform your current wardrobe into a client magnet? Well, there are a couple of things you do. I, I take kind of an interesting tact on things, and I do a lot remote. So, you know, this new circumstance we find ourselves in is, is not inhibiting very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we start with what's in your closet because, to me, those are, those are assets, just like your personal assets. You, you know, that you embody right. in your person, those are assets. You've already spent money on what's in your closet. So I work on making that work. And a couple of easy ways to do it are to try things on, piece them together, try different pairings of things that you already have in your closet because something appealed to you about that garment when you bought it. You know, mm-hmm. it may have been on a mannequin and it may not suit you, but we might be able to piece it together with something else that you already have in your closet that could work. But using color blocking, you know, using strong, a strong color to offset um, a weak color, you know, using colors that are oppositional but enhance each other and mm-hmm. pulling it together. I'm a, when people ask me for the one tip that I would give, you know, um, to, to create a different, a different way of presenting yourself, I would say get a tailor. Find a tailor because there's 
of the time, we can do something with a garment that you already have to make it better. Change the button. Maybe make it a three-quarter sleeve. Maybe add a little trim to it. Any number of things, but use what you have first, you know, and Mm -hmm. find out, of course, what your underlying style is so that you can build on it. And those are all things that I go through in my process. Plus, um, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can challenge yourself, you know, so, because you do, have to, you do have to know who you are and what your message is so that you know how to wrap yourself in the, in, the right, um, in, in the right garments. And a lot of people know how to do that, but there are some of us that could use a hand, and that's where, you know, myself and Belanda come into, uh, come into play. Well, that's what I was going to ask while you were talking. I thought of when you're saying you could change a button or you could do this, could you do that? Is that something where someone could say like, you know, this top doesn't really work exactly the way I like and I, you know, would like to still keep it. Like, is that something that you would suggest and you could tell them, oh, if you change this button or you change the sleeve length or you tailored a little more in at your waist or something, are those the kind of ideas you would give them? Or do you suggest they just go to the tailor with it and let them kind of give them some ideas too? No, no, I would definitely help. Let me give you an example. I had a client in St. Louis. Uh, she's an attorney, and um, we're talking on the phone, and she's talking about these suits. She says, you know, I don't want to wear traditional suits anymore. I, you know, I said, well, you know, we can always pull them apart and use the jacket one way and use the pants or the skirt another way, and we'll make it work. And then in talking, she says, you know, gosh, I wish they made French cuff shirts anymore. And I said, well, you can have a maid. I said, but, you know, they're, they, you're right. They're not that easy to find. I said, why? She says, well, I have a collection of cufflinks. I said, cufflinks, hmm. how wonderful. So what we did was we took those suit jackets. We, we had her, took them to the tailor, and she was also handy, so she actually did one herself. She cut the sleeves to make them three-quarter sleeve. We added velvet and a little bit of trim. And she put buttonholes in those cuffs, and she got to wear her cufflinks. Mm-hmm. So, nice. so we, it was so. She was just so, and she just kept sending picture after picture after picture, mm-hmm. and people are just going crazy over it. So there was some, there was something where we could incorporate a new look from what she already had, and bring in a, you know a, a fabulous collection that she so enjoyed um, amassing. That's that's wonderful. I'm sure she was super happy for that tip even. So how can signature style then transform your life and business? Well, I can give a testimony um, from another one of my clients who you know, Melissa. And Melissa was afraid to be seen. And she is delightful. She's about six foot tall. She's you know, got tons of personality, but she was dressing in colors that absolutely were transparent. You couldn't mm. see her. And we were actually at a mastermind one day, and she leaned over to me, and she says, I think I need you. So what we mm-hmm. did was we went through a closet, and we put things together in a different way. We used all the same stuff that she already had. We didn't buy a single new thing. We just took every single thing that was in her closet. We got rid of the things that, that didn't fit and didn't work and, you know, were from a past life or had bad memories. That's one tip. Always get rid of clothes in your closet that have bad memories. Out, out, out. Um, because mm-hmm. they're just those memories are just never going to get good. So you're not right. going to feel good when you wear those things or have, when you see them in your closet, they're going to cast a shadow. So what we did was we put things together in a different way and we, we favored her height and, and her and her um, and her shape. 
We were very attentive to proportion, and we got into her accessories, and we put all it together. So she went back into work the next week, and she got six new clients that week from the hallways of the shared workspace that she had been working in because people saw her different. Mm-hmm. And one of them, she called me, you know, giddy. She says, I just I got a new client, and, and I asked her why. She says, well, because you just look so stylish. You just, you nice. just look like you've got it going on. <laughs> so, and she's been on a roll ever since. She's moved into bigger offices. She's hired more people. And, um, and her quirkiness and her ability to stand out uh, has just served her so beautifully well. Mm-hmm. And we have probably about one more question I can get to. We have about three minutes left before we have to go to break too. But you mentioned the word transparent. She wasn't seeing because she was wearing these transparent colors. Can you actually explain to someone like me that doesn't necessarily know specifically what you mean about the definition of transparent, what that might be? Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to last year at the South Bay Women's Association Conference and mm-hmm. where we put together your look. And mm-hmm. I was very enthused to hear Belanda, you know, talk about the colors and the muting and the other things, because that's exactly how we dressed you. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. remember how you felt when you put that on? You felt feminine, and you, I know, you had a smile from ear to ear, and, you know, it's just, you know, tapping into, tapping into, you know, what makes you feel good. You know, you're drawn to certain things and certain colors in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, pay attention to that, those are probably the colors and the feels and the textures and things that make sense to you and, and make you feel important and feel good. Because I know you felt great in that dress that day. And, mm-hmm. you know, picked out the, the shrug and, and having, you know, the way your hair was, you know, and the makeup and the whole bit. You know, right. those colors definitely suited you because they brought up your undertone, they brought up your blush, they brought up your lip color. I mean, you were just you were just a glowing representation of, you know, who you were. And and even the way you stood at the podium and spoke to the room was magnificent. You know, you were so trusted, you know, and so compelling. And, uh, you know, you captivated the entire room. So testimony, well, I think, thank you. to... How you feel is how you present, and vice versa. So then transparent is not necessarily the color per se, but it's like how you feel and what you're wearing. So if it's a color you don't necessarily really like, but you have it or you think you should wear it or something, and you don't feel as great, then you're not like exuding kind of, you know, just your happiness or what, whatever it is, you know, like you're describing. Um, and so that's what the definition of transparent is, not just the color itself. Yeah. Right. You okay. know, you as a person become trans, you know, transparent because people don't see you mm-hmm. because you're straight. Right. You don't want to. I understand now. Like, like I literally, like right. I said, it's good that we did that um, <laughs> definition because I really didn't know specifically what you meant when you said that. So thank you for, for giving uh, that definition to me. So believe it or not, it's actually time to take another quick break. Be sure to hang around to hear more from Belanda and Bobby regarding spot on first impressions. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Biz Help For You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help For You. Welcome back to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Today, I'm chatting with Belanda Bixby and Bobby Casalina Lewis about how to make a great first impression. Let's find out a bit more information from them on this topic. So, ladies, as we were talking earlier, uh, one of the topics came up about style types and if someone is dramatic or there's, you know, other things that um, were being discussed. So, I would love to talk more about that because I don't even know all the different style types and what they mean. So, uh, Belanda, could you just start maybe with what one or two of those style types are? Sure. So, um, someone who's dramatic would be someone who basically is not afraid to have a really specific style walk. They walk in the room and they own it. Like, um, that they may be uh, avant-garde or, you know, they're going to make a statement with their dress. So, that would be dramatic. Mm-hmm. Boho, okay, so that would be like kind of like Goldie Hawn, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Jackie O would be classic, um, mm. you know, there can be, uh, you know, ethereal, I'm trying to think of the gal's uh, name in Hollywood, who, uh, I would, I would see. offer Nicole Kidman for a romantic ethereal. Okay. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, you know, there's, uh, I mean, I have a client who, um, you know, it, it can really get, it's very personal. So I've got, uh you know, fiery mermaid, because this woman has red hair and she does glitz. I mean, she, you know, there's, there's a uh, difference in sheen. So there might be like matte, satin, and glitzy. So this woman is glitzy. So basically these style types for me and the way I do business are as different and unique as each individual person. And then there's, you know, multiple style types for each person. And then that helps you know, um, 
you know, you ask your question, is this romantic? And you don't buy it if it, is, if it isn't, you know, if mm-hmm. this isn't glitzy or something. Okay. So, Bobby, as she was talking to, I was, my question to you basically would be, these style types, are they because it's like an inborn personality thing? Is it more related to your body type? Like, how would someone determine, like, what style type they really are? Well, I can answer that question in two parts. One is, I actually have a style quiz on my website, which is what I was going to offer at the end, uh, and then a, a consult to back that up. But I, I break it down into basically four style types, and and I believe, you know, a lot of us in the entrepreneurial field and in the professional field have done the DISC, you know, the assessment, the personality assessment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I mostly equate, I mean, yes, there's so many factors that go into what your, what your style type is, but it really is aligned with your personality type, you know, so mm-hmm. your personality type. And then the variations are going to come in with hair color, and with texture of skin and you know, eye color and all that kind of stuff, which you're going to, you know, take it one way or the other. But I think we break down into some basic, um, there's somebody who's a natural, like, you know, like a a Meg Ryan, uh, a romantic, you know, like a Nicole Kidman, a classic, you know, a high-end classic, and she could be borderline dramatic and like an Amal Clooney. um, Clooney. Um, And then, um, then, you know, romantic, classic, natural, and um, and dramatic and and mm-hmm. uh, Belinda did a great job of explaining a dramatic. You know, you know those people. A lot of times, you know, they 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 come in the room and you know their presence is just so it's so you know profound. And a romantic right. person, you know, you know, comes in a little bit softer. Has you know, it tends to enjoy ruffles. Whereas a dramatic person, unless the ruffles are like ruffled, you know, like mm-hmm. gargantuan, you know, they're not going to feel comfortable in that. So, so I think, I think it's uh, very much aligned to your personality. And, and I think that's what happens sometimes is because when people deny their personality and they dress for a different personality, that's where the conflict comes in. And then they shrink because it doesn't mm-hmm. feel authentic to them. It doesn't right. feel right. It's because they aren't comfortable, you know, that thing, feeling comfortable in your own skin. Right. One other thing I would love to discuss, too, is um, like your body type and how you figure out what's the right thing to wear. Because I've heard, you know, for some people, stripes are great and some it's not so great or, you know, just depending on just kind of what your body type is. So I, I don't know, Belanda, do you have tips for someone to to know what they should be buying for their specific bodies? Yes and no. So there's a proportion thing. So I'd like to capture a little bit. um on the last question. So, you know, for my clients, um, I have a spiritual apprenticeship. I can see the best of who you came in to be. I know, you know, I will discover and find out what your gift, what your gifts are this lifetime and emulate that. So it's really specific. And, you know, like what I will say in terms of, you know, body shape, you do have to pay attention to that. But it's more the thing that I focus on is does somebody have large features or small features? Are they ethereal? Are they bold? You know, that is um, more important um, than the other to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would love, Bobby, I would love your uh, feedback as well, too, on shopping for your body type. Like, what should someone be looking for? Well, I think, you know, first of all, you need to assess what your body type is and where Mm -hmm. you're wide, 
you want to make you want it, you want that to be a focal point. You know, you you know. Let me. How can, I'm using my hands and you can't see. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you want to be able to you want to be able to enhance the parts of your body that you want to enhance and minimize the parts of your body that you want minimized. So let's mm-hmm. just say you have wide hips and narrow shoulders. Okay, you're going to want to build out your shoulders so that they make your hips look smaller. Mm-hmm. If you have wider shoulders and narrower hips, then you're going to have that kind of natural V that goes into the waist. If you're carrying your weight in the middle, you know, they call it kind of like a lollipop, then you're going to want to do things that are asymmetric that's going to take the line of the eye across you instead of up and down or side to side. Mm-hmm. And as far as stripes and prints and things like that, um, they are totally dependent I agree on your size, your shape, and your features because stripes and prints are actually dictated by the spacing between your features on your face mm. so that you can go, you can go, you can, you can go with, I don't think anybody can't wear stripes. It's just a matter of what size the stripes are and perhaps the coloring of them, but checks and stripes and patterns are available to all of us. We just have to pair them appropriately with our features and our geometrics. Okay. I mean, there's just so much that goes into this whole topic. (laughs) We've talked about color. (laughs) We've talked about texture. We've talked about, you know, the different body types we have. And so this is why it's so difficult sometimes for (laughs) those of us who don't know as well to even know what to get, you know, when you're shopping or when you're even putting things together in the morning, I just put things together because I'm like, I need to look professional. So today I'm wearing, you know, a nice pair of pants and this blouse or a blazer or, you know, different things, but I don't think about texture or color or style and stuff as much too. It's just, there's so much to know. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I think both of us deliver is that um, I know when I work with clients, I catalog all their outfits. Even if we do it remotely, I take pictures of them, I catalog them, I detail them with all the accessories and what have you so that you have a book. You have a book mm-hmm. or you have a digital book or whatever works for you. And so then in the morning, you don't have to think about what to wear. You just look at your, you look at your book and go, oh, I'm going to wear that today. And you just then go into your closet, shop your closet and pull the pieces out, get dressed and you're out the door. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to ask uh, Belanda for one question that just popped in my mind as well, too, like accessories. How do you recommend someone accessorize something? Well, I think it's uh, really important that you do accessorize because wearing accessories or not wearing accessories, when you step out that door, is the difference between stepping into your life and saying, I mean it, or I'm kind of lukewarm about it. The problem with accessories, and I agree with Bobby, is that you know, all this really needs to match the individual person. So if you do accessories and they're not in alignment with who you are, then you are creating more discord. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so I would say if I were going to give a tip around accessories, again, try, I mean, this is the first step, matching your hair, you know, to your, you know, match something on your body you know, with your accessories, your high, your eyes, your hair, your lips. And it's, you know, it's way more complex than that. But um, that's what I would suggest just starting. The first colors are the, the ones that match your hair. Then we go on from there. That's just very basic. Mm-hmm. 
And then this probably will be our last question before we go into kind of the final closeout of the show and giving you guys the opportunity to talk about things. But what about like if it's gold versus silver versus should you wear something like colors of jewelry versus is the size bigger or, you know, whatever. So, Bobby, can you just give a final tip maybe on the accessory, how to choose the right accessory? Well, that's, um, that, that would have to be, you know, some degree of preference. I mean, trust your gut. Trust mm-hmm. your gut. If it feels too big and clunky for you, it's too big and clunky for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're much more comfortable with something that's dainty and delicate, then that's what you should go with. I mean, you, I, I tell people, buy what you love. Be honest. Buy mm-hmm. what you love. And if something speaks to you, you know, put it on hold, go home, sleep on it, and go back the next day. If you're still thinking about it, go back and get it. Because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's going to work for you. And gold and silver, it depends on your, on your skin tone. I mean, mm-hmm. I primarily wear 18 karat gold because I have green in my skin and it seems that seems to stand out the best. But that doesn't mean I can't wear silver. I just have to wear a special silver with a special finish so that it's complementary. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's the kind of thing I think, you, you know, I really would encourage everyone to trust your gut a bit, you know, and also right. look look around you and see what looks good on others and, you know, kind of kind of take their lead as far as, you know, aligning to your own, aligning to your own coloring and your own preferences. Right. Well, this has been a great discussion. There's so much, I even have additional questions, but we're actually running out of time. So what I want to do first is, Belanda, if you can let us know if you have an offer that you would like to share with the listeners and how people can connect with you. Absolutely. So, um, first of all, I have Belonda.com. It's B-E-L-L-O-N-D-A.com. And on there, you can see befores and afters and testimonials and sign up for a free 15-minute consultation. Or um, for this group here, that's what's normal. But for this group, um, you can do a free survey, 25 questions. You'll learn a lot about yourself and a complimentary 50-minute five-zero consultation. And all you have to do is text STYLE, S-P-Y-L-E, to 844-476-7552. So that's STYLE to 844-476-7552. And And if you want to go in and like my business on my Facebook page, I'll give you an extra 15 minutes on that 50-minute. (laughs) Nice. It's always great to have those extra little, you know, benefits too as well. So, um, so basically the website, you said it was blonda.com. Yes. Okay, perfect. And then, like you said, the Facebook page, did you give the actual address to your Facebook page? Uh, it's, there's only uh, one Belanda Bixby in the whole world. (laughs) So it's pretty simple. (laughs) That's pretty simple. And and you know, and you'll get some tips on there, like how to on the Facebook page. There's also a, a wear your soul, uh, not wear your soul. It's a fashion alchemy, and you know, it's about having everything in your closet work with you. And I explain, you know, like I've got clients on there who post pictures, so you'll learn about who you are through learning about through others. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, thanks. And then, Bobby, do you have something you would like to share with our listeners as well? I sure do. I sure do. And uh, happily. Um, my website is fashionablywealthy.com. So that's okay. fashionablywealthy.com. And on there, I have a style quiz. 
So I encourage you to go there, take the style quiz, opt in, and that way I'll circle back with you. We'll go over what style you wind up being, and I'll make some suggestions, so we'll have a little consult. As well, I will then give you access to five little videos that I call the Confident Wardrobe Challenge, and they'll be sent out to you over the course of a a week and a half, and they will actually challenge you to go into your closet and make some wardrobe changes. And they are fun, and they are easy, and the feedback on them has been fantastic. So go to my website, which is fashionablywealthy.com, click on the style quiz. It's in red letters, so you can't miss it. Take the quiz. It's only a couple of questions. It'll give us a talking point. It'll narrow down, sort of condense the sand pile a little bit as to what style you are. And then uh, we'll talk about it. And then we'll give you the wardrobe challenge so that you can make some changes. And do you have any social media, you know, that you want to share as well or a phone number or anything where people can reach you? Sure, sure, sure. Yes, my phone number is 310-701-9418. It's also on my website. And I'm on Facebook. Um, I have two Facebook pages. One is Bobby Castellino Lewis, and the other one is Fashionably Wealthy by Bobby. And I also have Instagram, which is Fashionably Wealthy by Bobby. Okay. And do you want to spell that just for people in case they, you know, not sure exactly how to find you spell your last name? My name? Sure. B-O-B-B-I-E-D-A-S-A-L-I-N-O-L-E-W-I-S. Perfect. All right. So uh, thank you so much, Belanda and Bobby, for being guests on my show and sharing your expertise. I know I learned a lot. I This is definitely something that's beyond my normal scope. I know some basic things mm-hmm. about colors that look good and things like that, too. But just learning, like I said, about the colors and the textures and, you know, the style, different things that we've just talked about. There's so much more that people could even learn, I'm sure. So uh, I want to thank the guests for listening and tuning in. And I hope that you found this topic interesting and it answers some questions about how to make a fabulous first impression if you have any additional questions or comments be sure to reach out to them at any of the links that they shared or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com and would you please share our show information with those you know i'd really appreciate your support Next week's topic is sales training for entrepreneurs. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is www.abandp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on www.voiceamerica.com or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to BizHelp for You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week.